It is an important day, and not just for Auckland businesses, but businesses around the country. Auckland is now in alert level three, meaning more businesses can begin operating in some capacity. Heart of the City Chief Executive Viv Beck joins me now, as I sing, signalled in my opener. Morning, Viv. Happy free, Freedom Day. Oh, morning, and it's great to see some people here. <laughs> is it? What's it looking sure like? Is. Oh, well, it's still pretty quiet, but yeah. level four is really quiet, and level three is still quiet, but a little bit better. We've got some people operating again. We've got construction and we've got uh, coffee available. So it's a lot brighter than level four in that sense. But is it that we have become so worn down by the lockdown that even the faintest sniff of freedom we're grateful for and we shouldn't be? Oh, yes. I mean, you know, I think every business I know just, I mean, I think people understand the health risk, but the reality is people just want to do their job and get on and, and get back to business, I think. Yeah, but how are they going to do that when the government will not open until a certain number of people are vaccinated? Well, I think the, I mean, certainly we do get mixed views too. So, yeah. and I, you know, represent a wide range of businesses, but I think at the end of the day, people can see uh, some hope ahead and they need to get on with their business. And I think this has been just a profound sort of, health, economic and social shock and we've got to get on with it because I just heard you mentioning the mental health impact yeah. are massive. I mean, I've never heard so many business people talk about mental health. It's, it's, it's really tragic, actually. And what is that going to mean if they then have to become the enforcers of the vaccinations? Well, I think this is going to be really tricky, actually, and I think people are going to need some guidelines because the reality is only specific sectors and types of work are mandated to be vaccinated right now. And what's happening is that we're starting to hear people talking about, um, well, obviously their responsibility is to their employees. So every business will be thinking now how they're going to manage that and they'll be thinking about customers coming in, suppliers coming in. They're also mindful that people at the moment, that, you know, there's no legislation. You can't make somebody be, be vaccinated unless they're in one of those sectors. So it's a very mm. challenging area. And it's just another stress in many ways. I mean, I, you know, I heard Westpac talking earlier. I mean, for the larger organisations, they're better resourced for this type of discussion. Uh, but the reality is for many small businesses, this is just another um, stress now for them as to work out how to deal with all of this. It shouldn't be the onus on businesses, should it? Well, I, I don't think so, to be honest. But yeah. I know some people are now starting to put their vaccination status up. I've, we started to see that a bit of that coming oh, through. Yeah, and there's definitely calls for vaccination passports. Because you can understand it. I mean, people yeah. have been so badly affected. They just need to know that now they can get on and do their business again. Um, but the reality is it's going to be very difficult, I think, if people are starting to say, well, you can't do this, you can't come here. And others say, well, I've got a right to my position. I think we absolutely need to see some guidelines and really they will need to come from government because they've, you know, they've created these um, yeah. rules and they need to enable people to come out of this now and, and get on with their lives and their businesses. I heard Max Whitehead this morning on Mike Hosking's show and he was saying that basically the Prime Minister wants to look like a nice person and doesn't want to be the bully and doesn't want to force people to do things they don't want to do. So it's going to leave it to the mean, grasping, evil capitalists to enforce decisions that ultimately she and the Cabinet have made. 
Yeah, I think that the reality is, yes, I think it's going to end up a very difficult issue for a number of businesses, that many businesses, and um, I mean, I've, and, and there are different views. I mean, even on the, the one around the um, compulsory um, tracing, you know, I heard some businesses say, great, you know, we, we get that, we just want our um, customers to come in and we're happy to say that. Others are really stressed about it because, you know, the onus is falling on them now. So I think there's a number of things here that are really looking for guidance for people because they shouldn't be in a position where they're having to make decisions like this when really they've got enough to get on with. Yeah, I, I would have thought it would be the last thing a business needed. Yeah. What, what do the um, we're vaccinated and we're okay signs look like? Uh, well, I've just yeah, I've seen a couple of sort of social media posts saying, yep, we've had one jab, yeah. another one coming. Just, I mean, people are seeing it, I think, as a sign of, of freedom and being able to get back on with their business. And they want to make sure people know that they're vaccinated. And um, because at the end of the day, their, their livelihoods are so dependent on this. And if we can't get back to business, the impacts are just going to be increasingly severe across well, just people and their lives and their families. So I think people are doing things that they think are going to enable them to get operating again. And everybody's got a different position on that, and I'm mindful of that amongst our businesses even. But the reality is that um, we've got you know more and more people getting vaccinated. There is the business of the individual right versus the public good, I think, and mm. I think the government is going to have to make some calls on that because in the end, um, we do have to get the country up and running again. What has been the toll of your members, do you think? Have they all survived I, this? or? Oh, well, we've got many businesses that can operate at home successfully. So most of those, they'll have their personal impact, but they're able to operate. That's you know, a very different situation. But the ones that can't, and we all know the sectors that have been badly hit, I think those impacts are profound. You know, these are people that have put their lives and hearts and souls into building up their businesses. The impacts are cumulative. And I think to be in a position where uh, normally they would just get on with the job and they wouldn't need any put the hand out for anyone, I think it's those effects are profound. And we've got families affected, elderly people uh, having to work to, to help their kids, lending money. And I think that just the pure distress of feeling so helpless when it's a situation that is way out of your control and your costs are just mounting and you go to a level one and you get a bit more money again and you're just paying off debt. I mean, they are profound impacts. For some yeah. people, these will be lifelong impacts. Yeah, absolutely. And I get that there are some people who, you know, I've seen, well, I haven't seen, but I've heard of, you know, families where siblings are being torn apart or where mm. children and parents, are, it's like the Springbok Tour times 10. Yeah, yeah. And they're not bad people. Yeah. This is one of the things that has really concerned me throughout the last 18 months is actually a bit of a growing divide. And mm. it's happened on numerous issues. And, yeah. the, 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 and, it, and it's actually... We really, in, in my view, we have to actually try and avoid that becoming even worse because a country that's divided is not going to be a good future. And, you know, I think trying to bring unity and trying to deal with some of these things now is going to be incredibly important because, you know, when families are starting to have different views around vaccinations, and that's just one of the things, mm. but, you know, that that's just not really healthy. Well, I've... To be honest, I've never seen a more divided no, New Zealand no. that I can recall, and that is 
the, between the farmers and the cities, Māori, Pākehā. I mean, I race relations seems to have gone back to the Stone Ages. I think it's really one of the really big problematic things that's come out of this. It really is. And I think, you know, it's a bit like some of the issues that we, we've seen, you know, around um, crime and, and things like this. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we just, we can't just have a one-dimensional focus. Mm. I think we've really got to grapple with some of these issues quickly before they really undo some of the, the values and fabric of our society. And I'm not trying to be dramatic. It's no. just that I haven't seen it either. Oh. And it's disturbing. And I think people are in such a heightened state of distress. Yeah. And then there are others that are absolutely fine. And they're getting on with it and you know, making choices around vaccination or not or whatever their individual situation is. But for some... These are devastating impacts, mm. and, and the knock-on impacts are huge. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of crime, I mean, it just, uh, you know, we were talk, I've talked to you before about crime in the in, inner city and putting a huge number of people with a lot of issues all in one spot. Yeah. And, and they certainly haven't been in lockdown, have they, during um, the last five weeks of Level 4? Well, they're having people out. I mean, fortunately, they're wearing masks a lot, of, which is which has been helpful. Um, but I think in the end, um, there have not been too many people out actually. And you know, we we've well, had they must have come to the boobs. I think they've uh, come to well, the suburbs. Yeah, I mean, there are some people out. There's, there's no question, but it's certainly not. I mean, things like crime actually do drop back. The issue is what happens when people come out again. And, you know, a lot of people are very distressed right now. So yeah. I think, and I, and those are things, again, that we can't actually let um, just continue. One of the things we want to see with the crime is not only the increased police presence, but we also want to see more holistic solutions because, totally. you know, the, the mental health and the, the addictions and all those sort of things are all really important factors that need, people need help with. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Viv, thanks so much, and I'm glad to see that shops are opening and people are supporting our local retailers.